0: What is up Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark and today we're checking out some more r ah, slash am I the butthole. <laughs> if you'd like to skip that initial waffle, timestamps are in the description and along a timeline below. But if you are new here, please consider hitting that like, that subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. And let's jump straight in to today's stories. Much love guys. Now our first story comes from Willing Occasion 501. Am I the asshole for mum shaming my sister? My 28 female sister and her wife, 32 female, 33 female, have 3 kids. 12 female, 10 female, and 7 male. All 3 kids are unschool, basically meaning they don't go to school or homeschool my sister has undiagnosed adhd until college and was miserable in school so she said she didn't want to put her kids through that my sister explained it as letting them learn naturally at their own pace without it being as rigid as attending traditional public school sounds great on paper except that my sister's kids don't do much of any actual learning or anything at all my nieces attend dance classes and my nephew plays soccer but that's basically it Whenever I go over there, the kids are either glued to the TV, running around doing whatever, or playing computer or iPad games. I know my oldest niece is at least literate since she's developed a thing for writing short stories. But if the younger two have ever even so much as read anything that wasn't a restaurant menu, I couldn't tell you. At the end of the day, they're not my kids and it isn't my choice to make. It's still worrying though. As my own son is getting close to school age, my sister has been bugging me on doing the same with him. I don't know why she thinks I'd go that route, seeing as my son has probably learned more in daycare than any of her kids in the past few years. Yesterday, when this was brought up over the phone, I told my sister that me and my husband both work, so it's not feasible. She offered to watch my son during the day if that was the case, since she's a stay at home mum. I had to give it to her straight. I think she's setting her kids up for failure by not giving them a proper education and I'm not going to do that to my son. I pointed out that her kids are uneducated, do a whole lot of nothing and it's only downhill from here if she doesn't set up a more structure for them. I'm just not gonna have that be my son too. My sister went off and accused me of mum shaming her, saying I didn't need to do that and could have just said no. Her kids are fine and it's none of my business, etc. She hung up on me and I got inundated shortly after by texts from her wife basically saying the same stuff, saying I'm horrible for talking about my sister and their kids like that. Now even my mum has gone against me, saying I have no right to treat family like that and how could I talk about my own nieces and nephews that way? Am I the asshole? Now I'm not sure what it's like in the U.S. versus the U.K., so it's very different. But in our schools, you have to follow a curriculum. The schools follow a curriculum that's that every child goes through, and I think it's pretty much the same. If someone does want to homeschool, they have to follow the curriculum as well. So for her to just be letting their children be free-schooled like that is not that they're, they're basically getting nowhere in life with it anyway. That's the way I kind of feel about it. I'm not sure if I'm maybe wrong in this situation. And I'm sure the comments will point me in the right direction, but it just feels like it's almost abusive to not let them have an education or at least steer them in the right direction of it. But k says, not the arsehole, as a survivor of unschooling myself after the age of 10, I'm glad you said something. Science Not Kids says, not the arsehole, how is that even legal where you live? And that's a very good question to which Opie replies saying, the state we live in has pretty much no oversight. Her kids are technically homeschooled. So she basically hasn't been caught basically. Is this real life says, not the asshole. Technically, she should be brought up on educational neglect. Homeschooling means following an accredited homeschooling program so that when the kids are of age, they can actually say they completed school and either go to college or get a real job that requires a high school diploma. Don't feel bad, the truth hurts. Papino says, not the asshole, I call CPS, those kids will never move forward in life without an education. And Crystal Butterfly replies to that saying, agreed, knowing how to read and basic math skills are super important in later life. Not only that, but some schools have budgeting classes and so on. Say one of them wants to be a doctor, scientist, or whatever. She he can't go to a college because most require a college education even vocational schools require to at least are fluent in reading and writing life is going to be super tough on them later in life now what do you guys think what would you do if one of your relatives was doing this with their children do you think it's reportable what would you do let me know in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story and our next story comes from useless father orphan am i the off for calling my father a worthless sperm donor and then refusing to come to his son's funeral my 17 female father let's call him carl left my mum and i when i was six i didn't even know my parents had issues and apparently neither did my mum. so it was a total surprise when i woke up that morning to my mum in hysterics because he was missing we searched everywhere contacted everyone we knew and still it took well over a year before we even found him Even then, it was just so my mum could get a proper divorce. No contact since then. My mum was the best, but she was killed in an accident when I was 10. I was in the car with her and in a hospital for a while afterwards. The authorities went looking for my dad, but when they couldn't find him, custody of me went to my mum's foster-slash-adoptive parents. About a month ago, my grandparents were contacted by Carl, who claimed he wanted to see me or rather he wanted me to meet his son 11 who was apparently sick have i mentioned that carl got himself a new family the same year he ditched us kid wasn't even his but apparently meant more to him than i ever did anyway it seemed like a kid wanted to meet me my grandparents made it clear it would be my choice and i said no vehemently four days ago carl showed up at my house screaming that i was an awful child slash sister because i refused to grant his sons dying wish and now the kid has already passed i felt sympathetic towards him but there was no way i was going to let him blame me for it so this may be where i'm the asshole i told carl he had no right to my time because he was nothing more than a worthless sperm donor who didn't even show up when my mum died then i told him that under no circumstance he can force me to attend his son's funeral because i didn't know him nor did i ever want to my grandparents are on my side, but they did mention that I could have been just a bit nicer, because his kid just died. But frankly, Carl was an arse, and it's not like I said he deserved what's happening for being a shit dad. So, am I the arsehole? As I was reading through this, and it may be the like the Reddit brain coming out of me in this again, all I was thinking is, he's after an organ or something here. He's after something. Why would he want you to, to meet this child? because he, he ditched you all those years ago, so why would he want it? All it thinks, all that's going through my head is that he wants something through you and automatically went to organ or something like that, which I may be wrong for saying, it, might, it may not have been, but still not the arsehole regardless, he doesn't deserve any of your time and what you said to him was completely true. So absolutely not the arsehole. Let's check out some of the comments to see what they say. With obvious airline who says not the arsehole, F Carl and what happened to the kid isn't your problem. I'll take down votes, but it's the truth. OP never knew the kid and had no relationship. Your grandparents are good people and you're probably the world to your mother. Hold your head up high and remember the good times. Maleficent Ad says, not the arsehole. Though I think that he claims that his stepson wants to meet because he figures that will be a better guilt trip to inflict on you than say he does because there's no reason why the kid should want to see you. Throwaway Castle says, I'm not the arsehole. I'm guessing he never paid child support as he went AWOL. Might be worth getting his contact details so he can be made to back pay that. Lanebgood says, oh, I was sure he was showing up again because the replacement kid needed a kidney or something. You are very much not the asshole. And I'm glad I'm not going down that route. I'm not the only one going down that route, I mean. And one more from Reasonable Cat 8041 who says, so let's recap. Dad disappears on his wife and six-year-old daughter in the night and starts a year long search for him just so the divorce can be finalized. Four years later, the mother of his child died in a car accident and boy wonder is nowhere to be found. Seven years after that, he contacts the dead mother's parents and asks to see his daughter he abandoned and is told firmly no, but we have some lovely parting gifts. Cement Head decides to show up uninvited and give a speech about how mean and unfair the daughter is being to him and the brother she never met and who isn't a blood related to either one of them. Daughter called him something that was NSFW and is now worried about being the arsehole. Did I miss any important details? Shake my head, not the arsehole. You responded how you were feeling after being put in a situation you didn't initiate. Yes, it's sad the boy died. Yes, maybe Carl was grieving that day. He still tried to put guilt on you without taking the slightest bit of responsibility for the way he treated you. What you called him is what he proved himself to be, not something you created for him. Len left your house with his cha intact is more than he deserved. Now, what do you guys make of this story? How would you react if you were in that situation? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. And our next story is from Calm Tank. Would I be the asshole if I refuse to go on a trip I planned because I won't get my own room? Background info, my grandparents own a fancy hotel membership. When I got married three years ago, they told me I could have a week of it for a honeymoon. This was delayed three times due to my school schedule, money troubles, and then COVID. We finally decided to go end of summer. In the past few years, I've noticed my grandparents getting older and I know I'll eventually run out of chances to be with family. So I asked them if they wanted to make it a family trip and they were agreeable to inviting my parents, siblings and themselves along. The one condition was that I, 22 female and my husband, 25 male, got our own bedroom. Now onto the issue. We chose Disneyland as the location. The hotel was a four separate bedrooms in it. One for my grandparents, one for my parents, one for me and my husband, and one for my sister, 23 female, and my brother, 20 male to share. Everyone was happy with this, although my siblings grumbled a bit. There's a pullout couch if it really becomes an issue. Now, my brother just announced that he's engaged and he wants to bring her with him on the trip. My grandma is particularly excited as she's never really considered my brother to settle down type and the prospect of her last name being passed down is a big deal to her. She thinks we should have an engagement party when we are in Disneyland and wants my sister to sleep in our room so that the two of them can have privacy. My sister lives with me and my husband and they said that my brother's fiance might be uncomfortable sharing a room with her because they don't know each other well. I said no, she can sleep on the pullout bed and if that's a big deal then his fiancé just shouldn't come in my opinion. I told them my one condition on this trip, that I get my own room on what is still technically my honeymoon and if I don't get that then I would rather excuse myself and use my hotel week another time. When I said that all hell broke loose. I've been called selfish and accused of not caring about family and intentionally starting drama. Brother's fiancé even came to me crying and told me if I didn't want her on a trip, I should just say so. That was never even my issue. I just want the option of privacy on my several years past due honeymoon. Now, I think this is a pretty simple not the asshole from me, and I might be wrong in this one, but OP was really unselfish in inviting the rest of the family as, a, as like a family trip on their honeymoon. It's their honeymoon in the end, and I think they should be at the forefront of it from the rest of the family. I don't know why they're not doing that in the first place. And I kind of, I find it kind of bizarre that they've, they think that the engagement is more important than the honeymoon in this. this. is the way that they seem to prioritize it, which just seems ridiculous to me. So I'm going to say I'm not the arsehole. Then we'll read some comments to see what they say. With Ishan Shade who says, there are two points I think are really relevant here. One, your sister and future sister-in-law don't know each other well. So your brother and fiance should get a room alone and you should share with your sister. This doesn't make any sense to me. They've been engaged for a short time. You guys have been married for years and it's supposed to be your honeymoon. Even if all your family is invited, you get precedence here. Also, if they didn't know each other well, but are going to be related, shouldn't they start getting to know each other now? Two, your brother got engaged and invited his fiance after the trip was already planned. Sorry, but she wasn't invited before and plans were made. If those plans don't work perfectly now, then your brother should be working to change the plans without inconvenience in others. If your grandmother and he wants his fiance there, then they should work to get an additional room. It's not your job to accommodate her at this point. Not the asshole. Your family wants her there, and for her and your brother to have their own room, they can make it happen. Otherwise, pull out couch. It is. And a long numbers of string says this is absolutely crazy. The starter as a honeymoon week for you, and you won't even get your own room. This is what you get for trying to do a nice thing and turn it into a family event. Not the asshole. If your brother wants to bring his fiance, let them get their own room. And Dom Damondo says, not the asshole. You are free to pull out the trip on this occasion. Just make it clear that you wanted your privacy to enjoy your honeymoon. Could you all not pitch in for an extra room? And one more from Bromo333 who says, not the asshole, I consider bailing. Pro tip, never ever invite an extended family to your honeymoon unless you enjoy the drama of wedding planning. Now, what would you do if you found yourself in this situation? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to another story. And our next story is from a throwaway Accounts. Am I the asshole for being disappointed at my daughter's birth? title sounds bad but I did not how to word it otherwise I36 male have three beautiful daughters the joys of my life and the reason for my happiness last week my wife gave birth to my fourth daughter it was a roller coaster but my wife and daughter are healthy and home now when my wife was given birth and my daughter was born for a second my face had shown a sign of I wouldn't even say disappointment sadness I guess I was hoping for a boy this time around and everyone was telling us this would be. It only lasted a second, if that, and I held my little girl and didn't even pay mind to her after. A few days ago, my wife mentioned how when she was born, how I looked dejected. My wife and I have known each other since we were 10, so I guess she can tell my facial expressions. I told her I was just a bit sad at first, but I'm well over it and I'm over the moon with our newborn. My wife told my mother I was a bit sad that we didn't have a boy and my mother spoke to me about it yesterday and said she was disappointed in me for thinking that way and it's because of this mentality that men act misogynistic. I defended myself and said it's a natural feeling after having three girls. I felt having a son would be a different experience but I in no way am sad about my daughter's birth. I love her and will love her until I descend into the ground." I think I may be the asshole because I should have controlled myself and maybe kept my thoughts to myself and maybe because I was possibly misogynistic. And I, again, I think this one's an absolutely not the arsehole, in my opinion. This person clearly loves their daughters with all their heart, and they had a slight moment of disappointment. A very, very slight moment, they said. And I think that's kind of natural, you know. If you were if you was hoping for a boy, you know, something different, a different experience, possibly, I think it's a totally natural feeling. And that's kind of the way I feel about this. So it's a not the arsehole, or a no one's the arsehole here. The only slight arsehole might be the... Might be the wife for passing it on to the mother and then the mother as well, but I don't know. <laughs> so we'll check out some of the comments to see what they say, but definitely not the asshole from me. Kitten says not the asshole, but honestly, I think your wife is the asshole for telling your mum. We all have thoughts we aren't always proud of, and as so long you don't treat your daughter any different and love her, these thoughts don't matter. Obviously, your wife didn't mean anything by telling your mum, but some things should just stay between couples. And noise proves nothing says no one's an arsehole here. Feelings happen and a flash of them on your face when you're tired is understandable. From how you come across here, I think you probably would have had the same feeling if after three boys you had another boy. I think it's entirely normal to want and expect a mix if you've got four. But they're not the assholes either, unless they scale up their disapproval. It's true that the desire to have sons instead of daughters is a big thing across many cultures and throughout history. And that sucks for women. And Roxin says, No one's an arsehole here. I do feel like this is a good reason to find out sex ahead of time. If you are hoping even a little for one sex, then you should get those feelings out before the actual moment of birth, which should be a time of happier feelings. It isn't a great time for your wife to realize you were disappointed. And McBoy says, Not the arsehole. As my name suggests, I'm a mum of all boys. Three to be exact. When we were pregnant with number three hubby and i decided to find out the sex before birth because we were both hoping for a girl i'm glad we did it this way because my first moments with my amazing son would have been tainted with sadness i felt over not having a girl i love my boys but a mother daughter relationship is very different and i needed time to grieve the loss of the idea i had in my head of what life with a daughter would be like and throwaway says no one's an asshole here." If you'd gone full King Henry VIII, that'd be different, but you love all your daughters. You aren't trying to behead your wife, and that's what matters. (laughs) What a way to think about things. Now, what do you guys make of this story and all of today's stories? I would love to hear your thoughts and verdicts on them. Once again, Thank you for your love, support, and time towards the channel. If you'd like to support the channel further, you absolutely can, but never any pressure to do so by clicking that join button down below for YouTube or clicking the link in the description for Patreon and joining up there. It hugely helps out our channel and moving forward. Oh, and don't forget, we also have our own subreddit as well, r slash narrations, where you can add your own stories with the chance of them being read out on the channel. Thank you so much for your love, support, and time once again, and I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love. I got food up in the fridge. Y'all keep looking for that new way. I think I like it how it is.